It's June 10th, 2021, and I'm interviewing Sarah Reed. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for letting me talk with you. Sure. Sarah, I've been trying to find a way to reach you for a few days now. No one else seems to be interested in why you disappeared. Oh, I don't think they're not interested. Or why you still seem to be 16 years old. Yeah, that that is stranger. Can you tell me what it's been like since you uh, returned? I'm happy to be home. But if I had a friend come home after 17 years and she was still 16, I think I'd call, like, a scientist or something. You've been thinking about this. Yeah, I have been. Sarah, can you tell me about the day you disappeared? We talked about this already. The day you and Jonathan found me? Right, right. But you were in shock at the time, understandably. I thought, now that it's been a week, maybe you'd remember some more details. I'm I'm sorry, Corin. I can't remember anything else. It's all a total haze. Okay. That's okay. Look, I- I've been doing some digging. <laughs> Do you mind if I run a few things by you? Okay. I walked her through what I discovered at the BS Public Library, the story of Eliyahu Maynard, who disappeared and returned 17 years later. And then I asked her, Have you talked to Paul since you came back? No, I haven't. Can you speak into the recorder, please? Oh, sorry. No, no, I haven't. I tracked him down a few days ago in Boston. Has anyone told you that Paul saw something in the woods while you and Jonathan were in the mine? I don't like where this is going. I know, honey, but bear with me. He saw something in the woods, which he described in his police report as tall, white, and lumbering. Does that ring any... Sarah, are you okay? Yeah, I just got cold for a second. Eliyahu Maynard saw something like this, too. His descendant, Belinda Ransom, called it the Alabaster Witch. Sarah! Sarah, it's okay! I didn't know what had happened or what I'd said, but Sarah was obviously still traumatized. I couldn't help but wonder if maybe Mr. Reed had been right, that she shouldn't be interviewed yet. But Sarah's reaction also proved something else. I needed to go into those woods myself. I needed to see the mine with my own eyes. Screw Darla Wells and her threats, empty or otherwise. Obviously, I wanted Jonathan to come with me. Two is better than one when it comes to venturing into unknown territory. Plus, I knew he'd been to the mine at least twice in his life probably more growing up in Burgess Springs. So I dropped by his house to run it past him. Corinth, I think this is a bad idea. Of course you do. Your sister disappeared up there. Why would you think it's a good idea? And you still want to go up there? Yep. I can't believe you talked me into this. I need you to show me how to get there. You wouldn't let little old me come out here by myself, would ya?
What was that? Just a coyote. That's not what we need to worry about up here. What do you mean? Just keep hiking. Jonathan here. You should know at this point that all of the audio you're about to hear is raw. Corinth didn't have a chance to edit any of it before she disappeared, so I've taken some small liberties. Why is everything Burgess something out here? Burgess Springs, Burgess Mountain, the Burgess Mine. Gives girl an inferiority complex. Think these Burgesses invented the whole world? Jonathan? Are you listening? Corinth, quiet. We pretty much slid down the mountainside, away from the thing. What we saw is hard to describe. It seemed to be the size of a person, but it also took up more room than it should have. Its skin was white and kind of glowing, like the moon. <laughs> it sounds like a bullshit comparison, but really imagine it for a second. Something naked, human-shaped, glowing white translucent hair falling around its shoulders, and that sound that followed it. Cicadas. We're getting close to Corinth's disappearance, friends. Next time, you'll hear the day leading up to it. I'm Jonathan Caswell, and this is Burgess Springs. Another episode in the can. Now, what I should record next... Sarah, how are you feeling? Oh, just peachy. I love hearing my brother twist the truth to his own ends. Sarah, what are you talking about? Shut up! How could you? You betrayed me, Jonathan. I was your little sister. You were supposed to protect me. Sarah, you're confused. You hit your head really hard, remember? Plus, <laughs> you've been trapped in a mine for 17 years. I'm here to help you. I've only been trying to figure out what happened to you. Fuck you. Hey, come on now. What are you going to do with that? Hi, listeners. This is Sarah Reed. I'm not really sure who you are or what a podcast really is. A lot has happened since 2004. But if you've been following along with Corinth and my brother's investigation, then there's stuff you need to know. A ton of stuff, actually. Let's just say that there are some things Jonathan needs to account for. When Jonathan and Corinth hiked up to the mine, he didn't play you the whole recording. The thing about being at the mixing desk is that you can edit things however you want. Now, if I can figure out how to get this recording to play... Oh, here we go. <laughs> What the f-
Jonathan. Jonathan Caswell. Is that you? And you brought a friend. <laughs> we'll see each other soon. Jonathan? Why does it know your name? Corinth, run. So you see, whoever you are that listens to these things, I don't know how or why, but the Alabaster Witch knew my brother. I'm going to listen to every scrap of audio left on these tapes. Next time on Burgess Springs, we'll finally get the truth. (laughs) 